Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. Welcome to an I Work For Him Radio Roundtable show this fantastic Friday right here in Tampa Bay. Super big thanks go out to Jose Cruz. He'll be engineering the show today. Remember, you've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Every day of the week, we try to engage in topics that'll challenge you and I to deepen our faith in our workplace, in our lives, so that it's every in everything we do. That it's a parallel struggle. No matter where we are, we're bringing our faith with us, whether it's in our neighborhoods, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our cars, that we are acting out our faith. And it's a challenge sometimes, which is why I, I invite everybody to join the I Work For Him Nation. It's just a, it's an intentionality piece. We ask people to intentionally join the nation, not because I need to see your commitment, but because the Lord works when we go public with our commitments, the Lord really works in that. And that commitment is this. We're looking for people to join the I Work For Him Nation who are, one, willing to pray for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Willing to serve those same coworkers and employees in ways that are a little out of the box. Looking for ways to befriend their coworkers and employees so you get the opportunity to develop a relationship with them and an opportunity to share Christ with them. Looking for Christ followers to join the I Work For Him Nation that are willing to look for ways to pray with people when they notice that they're just having a rough day. And you get to have a conversation that goes something like this. Hey, how you doing today? You seem like you're a little down. And they say, well, blah, 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 just happened in my life. And you're like, wow, that's rough. Can we pray about that? Can I pray for you about that right now? I've never had anybody say no to that question. But all along, members of the I Work For Him Nation, they're committed to excellence in their workplace. It doesn't matter what they do. We all have a calling. Most of us have a calling to our cubicles, but it could be a ditch somewhere, maybe a telephone pole somewhere. But whatever you do, you do it with excellence because that brings glory to our Heavenly Father. Romans 12.2 talks about the paradigm shift that needs to happen in our minds every day. Every day I've got to remind... Actually, it's just about every hour I need to remind myself to stop copying the behaviors and customs of this world, and to let God transform me into a new person by changing the way I think, because the way I think is messed up. I think I know all the answers, but really, I don't know anything. And that's the beauty of being a Christ follower. I realize as I get older and older in my faith, I realize I know less and less and less. We have a special guest with us today, Kirk Blank, president of MTL Magazine and Munts Marketing Group. These guys are out there really networking amongst all of the Christian publishers and 
uh, the movie makers and the music makers, and they're trying to find out who's the latest, who's the greatest that's out there that'll help deepen our faith. Kirk Blank, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you. It's good to be here. You know, you mentioned right before the show that you just got back from Nashville. And, and I know I'm not trying to scoop you. I'm not trying, but but you know, you got anything you can tell us? You said, "Wow, there's some fantastic Christian music coming up." You got anything you can scoop us with and, and say, "Hey, people heard it here, right here," and I work for him. Yeah, if you're a country music fan, this is Country Music Fan Week up there. So we were leaving just Ooh, as the rough. people were coming, and you could tell that we weren't part of it. We didn't have a belt buckle bigger than my head, <laughs> or you know, a big cowboy hat. But there were plenty of those on 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 task. But we were there. Me Meeting to review releases that will happen this fall and Christmas. And I'll tell you, there are some amazing... If you are a Christian music fan, this fall is for you. Uh, Casting Crowns has a new CD, Switchfoot. Um, David Crowder. Uh, Britt Nicole is back with a mm. new one. Um, Lauren Daigle is going to have a new Christmas CD. Matthew West is going to have a new Christmas awesome. CD. Amy Grant is going to have her first new studio Christmas CD. CD, uh, the first one in 12 years. Wow. That that out. Yeah, so there's just music. so, so many things coming out. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, of great music groups, uh, and I know Big Daddy Weave was just in town, mm-hmm. but there was something out on Facebook today that the bass player from Big Daddy Weave mm-hmm. has an infection in his legs and they had to remove his feet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I did they not both hear have been that. amputated. So just pray uh, for that band and those families and. All that's being involved in that because uh, he—that's really rough right now. I can't imagine. No, can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is—they uh, were just in town. They were just in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they were at Indian Rocks. That was one of the places. I think they were in Lakeland as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Kirk, you're you're a dad to hundreds of kids and a grandfather <laughs> to even more. I mean, really. I mean, you got a horde. That's. You know, I mean, you need a school bus to take your family around. How is Christ impacting your life as a father and a grandfather? What what is that that legend that you want to pass on to them? You know, the last time I was here, we we talked about a, a study that I was going through with some of the men in our church, um, really looking at the Sermon on the Mount and looking at the Beatitudes. And the last couple of lessons that I have taught really have impacted me, especially related to that question that you ask. And the first is, you know, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to be pure in heart? And when you really look at that and you, you try to figure out what God was saying and what Jesus was saying there on the Sermon on the Mount is, you know, we, we're called to an authentic life. Mm, we're, we're really called to, uh, to be genuine and to stop faking it. And, and somewhere along the line, we've bought into this idea that to be a Christian, you got to fake fine. You know, somebody asks you, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Are just really blessed, and, and you are blessed. Even in the, the struggles, we're blessed. But really, how do we say, God, I want an authentic life, and I want to live that life not pretending, and I want my kids to know that faith, that living this life of faith is so much more than just going through the motions or just pretending that it's authentic, it's real, and the relationship that I have with Christ means something, and it's changing me, and that's what I want to pass on. I loved the, the fact that you really want to pass on to your kids and your grandkids and someday your great-grandkids the authenticity of your faith. Mm-hmm. And and being a, I don't know, was your father the first in a line of Christ followers or does your was your grandfather a Christ follower? Uh, on my dad's side, he was the first. Yeah, he was the first. Came to faith um, at a revival right there in his church as a young man and 
Mm-hmm. And, and he was the first. And uh, he had the privilege of leading his dad to faith in Christ cool. uh, oh, right wow. before he passed away. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I love that. Legacy. We're all looking for legacy, and we want our kids to love the Lord, and we want our kids to experience the excitement of being a Christ follower. And some days, those challenges of being a Christ follower. All right, so you've had the privilege to lead mtlmagazine.com and months marketing. Why don't you just give an overview from your perspective on MTL Magazine, what it's all about, why you guys put this out five times a year? More to life comes from John 10.10. And um, Jesus is saying, I have come uh, that you might have life and have life more abundantly. And before that verse, if you back that up, you, you hear what, what Satan is busy doing. He's busy coming to steal and destroy and to distract. And, and, and yet Jesus says, I have a better way. And it's, it's so that you might have life and have life more abundantly. And we believe whether it's in the pages in the book, whether it's painted uh, in a picture, whether it's sculpted out of clay, whether it's recorded on a CD, um, whatever it might be, filmed for a movie, we believe that the life-giving message of Jesus Christ is alive and it's a wet and well and available in so many different formats. We want to get that into the hands of people, primarily women, um, to help them understand what it's like to have an abundant life in Christ, to have their faith challenged and have them grow into an authentic faith. Well, and you always say this magazine is for women, yet I read it just about cover to cover before the show over the last several weeks, and there is so much good stuff in there. I mean, I, I'm not offended by anything that's in there. Now, the one, the decorating one, Martha, that resonated more with Martha than it did with me. But what, <laughs> he, he said, yeah. I don't even remember that being there. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I must have skipped, a, I must skipped over the decorating <laughs> mistakes one. It just didn't It didn't resonate with me at all. Because I just tell Martha, just tell me what color to paint. Tell me what to buy. I'll do it. I, but don't make me make those decisions. <laughs> you don't have to know why you're painting it that color. I want to thank Judy from Tampa for calling in. I'm winning the, the first book, Letters to My Daughters. Thanks so much for listening, Judy. We'll get that out to you next week. And and really, just thanks so much for being part of our I Work For Him listening audience. Mm -hmm. So, Kirk, what's the overall uh, topics for this, uh, this magazine that you guys released back in May? So uh, we've, we've explained this before. We, when we go through the planning of the magazine, we sit down and we say, what is a woman going to experience during this season of life? So for May and for June and even for July, what, what are they going to be experiencing? And so you see that motherhood is a, is a big theme through this because May Mother's Day. has Mother's Day, right? And there's, we also have graduation. My, uh, my son Joshua graduated in May, and so graduation is a big thing. Prom happens. Um, we've seen a lot of pictures on Facebook. Um, the National Day of Prayer uh, obviously uh, came there as well. Uh, Father's Day is is also mentioned in this. And um, just basically any facet of a woman's life, um, we have a, an article in here that's just great about um, how to really minister to widows, how to, how to be there for them in very specific ways of how to do that. So really to even to help any way you can grow closer to Christ, how you can have that life abundant with, uh, with Jesus. I just was going to comment on the widows thing because I love Gail Roper. She is just an amazing woman. And the thing that impacted me about her the first time I heard her speak about being a widow is the little things in life that you don't realize you're going to miss. Is that the video we watched together? I shared her video with you, yes, after I met her. That was emotional. That was was, a lady sitting in her back porch, mm -hmm, covered four season porch. You know, the times when you think, and so what it's done for me is challenged me as a wife to say, does it really matter 
the way Jim loads the dishwasher, because someday I could miss that about him. The things that we, you know, sometimes bother us or we take for granted either way. You know, she made the comment about closing the drawer just right or whatever it is. Those are the things you end up missing and holding hands and going to church together, things like that. So picking I out just, the Christmas tree. Yeah. And, right. You just don't, and you know, she made it so real for us to walk for just a moment in her shoes and better understand why we need to care for the widows like the Bible tells us. So I just love her and her heart and she has an amazing ministry. Yeah, and that's on page 26, 27, and 28. Just very mm-hmm. practical. Um, here, here's what to do. When you're considering loving a widow, how to help a widow, uh, she gives four very practical suggestions on how to do that. And and there are resources at the at the end of the article, too, that will not only her book, which is called A Widow's Journey, but but other related products. And um, it just it really has helped and and. I don't know about you, but it just seems like uh, more and more we're experiencing whether the widows are coming into the church and need to be ministered to or or people that you love are passing on and leaving mm-hmm. a loved one behind. And, and a lot of times you think, how can I how can I really help them? And so one of the things that she talks about is is being there, but being there according to the personality of the widow. So if that widow is is more of an introvert, then be there for them and understand that they are an introverted person, which meant if they need you to stay, then give them space. You know, don't don't crowd them. You can still be under the same roof, but but give them space, give them right. places to, to go and, and still be experiencing uh, their personality in a right way. But just, it's a beautiful article. Gail is, a, is an amazing person and she's a, a wonderful writer as well. So I think that's, that, that's one of the beauties and really, one of the the advantages of these type of books being available at your local Christian store. Right. Um, a book on how to care for widows, you know, is not going to be on the front table when you walk into a Barnes and Noble. But it's one of those things when you walk into a your local Christian store and say, uh, "I I want to minister to a widow. What do you have?" and and the resources will be there for you. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Two things: the dishwasher. It bugs you how I load the dishwasher? Oh, honey. He's actually been st- stewing about that the entire <laughs> time. He hasn't heard a thing Kirk said, I did, right? too. I heard about it, but so I'm just trying to think, okay, so. Is that there, was only the first thing that came to my mind. Because well, I, I stopped like, loading the dishwasher because you kept telling me I was doing it wrong. So is there anything else that I do that drives you crazy that you're going to miss sort of when I'm gone? Probably. <laughs> okay, Jose. I, <laughs> I like the laughing in the background. <laughs> Even after 30 years of marriage. I don't leave I my underwear on the floor. No, I always hang I my towel up. I, know. I clean I don't the toothpaste out in the sink. It was just I, the first thing I thought of. Okay. All right. That, that's good. We don't use the dishwasher much. No, nope, not you anymore. Now we're empty nesters. Have, yeah, we don't have many dishes. Can you imagine that? All right, I don't. I forget what the second. I can't second. imagine. That. I can't imagine. No. I can't, with yeah, our hundreds yeah. of children, yeah. we don't. <laughs> we don't ever have clean dishes. You'll be seventy-five before you're an empty nester. <laughs> oh, you might be. I just had a buddy of mine whose daughter just moved out. He's in his early seventies. She just finally moved out. She was thirty. Wow. 
Well, you could that would that would work for you. I, I think maybe Brenda would need the widow book before uh, you know, <laughs> I'm 75 with kids at home. Let's, let's hope not. <laughs> oh, there was something else you guys said that made me want. I don't remember what That's it was. Okay, all right, it's okay. We got it. Was all brilliant. All right, we're talking today with Kirk Plank from MTLMagazine.com, MoreToLifeMagazine.com. Both websites go to the same place. And as you heard it from Kirk earlier, this is a place where you can go and just find out the latest and the greatest resources that are out there from authors, artists, whatever you're looking for, it's out there. Kirk, you are so well-traveled. You're seeing new things all the time. Yet when you're home, you're here in Tampa Bay. And I asked you a question right before the break. Are there any independent Christian bookstores left in Tampa Bay? You know, that's that's a good question. It's a challenging question, too, because um, what we have now are some very um, good church bookstores in the area. Um, there, Back in the day, there were many independents, but because of the economy and some of the chains that have moved in, um, we don't have as many. So there is a, a store over in Tampa called Tampa Christian Supply. Um, and they are still open, and they have a, a very unique ministry. So if you have um, resources, many of the resources are available in Spanish as well as in English. Um, they even have a thrift store that's attached to that particular ministry. Um, there's a uh, Calvary Chapel bookstore in St. Petersburg that is a beautiful store. And, of course, Indian Rocks has some resources available in their cafe, and so does Countryside Christian Center have some resources there as well. So... But it's a different world. I mean, the the online um, book retail market has really hit the local Christian resellers. It's it's not only just the the online. It's it's the economy. Uh, we see so many small businesses, whether you're a restaurant or whether you're a, a local tire dealership or a hardware store or whatever. It's just uh, being an independent uh, can have its challenges. That's one of the way. One of the reasons why. Uh, the other side of the business that we don't really talk about, Months Marketing, exists is to help those independent Christian retailers. And we still have 350 independent Christian retailers across the country that uh, we pray for, and that's the main reason for getting in. In fact, that's one of the main reasons we started MTL. Uh, we're able to help those Christian stores across the country reach their known consumers. They all have their own preferred customer list, people that have shopped in their stores, and, and we'll put together catalogs and flyers and postcards to help uh, that store reach those known consumers. But there's so many people. I mean, even the people listening now uh, probably weren't aware that there was a resource for a widow uh, or wanting to minister to widows available. And there are four books just listed in MTL Magazine, mm -hmm. let alone the number of titles that you'd find in a Christian uh, bookstore. So MTL, the magazine, and the website, mtlmagazine.com, was really launched to help build awareness of Christian products and where they could be found. So those two work together, but... Um, the potential out there is amazing, and we all know people that we go to church with or that we um, go to a, a concert with who may never have heard of Stephen Curtis Chapman or never heard of Lisa Turkhurst or Max Lucado, but we know that those products are going to make an impact in their lives, and that's why we're there. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's time for another giveaway from mtlmagazine.com. That's mtlmagazine.com. Martha, you've got something on the uh, something from the Voice of the Martyrs on page thirty-two. Yes, there is a whole curriculum that's come out um, based on that, and it's called I M N, and N is I remember it's a it's a the the letter of in some I can't remember what language 
that this represents. Kirk Elbrock, she's struggling here, Kirk. He's going, yeah, it was. (laughs) But anyway, there's significance in the title, as there always is. I think that's one of the things that's like, you know, so great about when people put stuff together. But we have curriculum and a couple of t-shirts. So if somebody really wants to um, use this in a way that could really um, help people to understand about the voice of the martyrs, then this would be a great thing for them to call in for. Add a little color to that, Kirk. What, what is it all about? It is about um, Voice of the Martyrs, as you know, is a ministry that really highlights the um, the men and women who have uh, lived in such a way where they they're for their faith that they've lost their lives. And um, with much of the terrorism that's taking place, uh, there's so much persecution um, that many of these. Um, as the terrorists would go in, they would martyr the the Christians and then write this this symbol on the villages where they were. And um, it's just a symbol for us here in America to remember to pray for those who are Christians um, who are being persecuted, as well as to under, deepen your understanding. So it's a curriculum to help you deepen your understanding of of what is happening. Um, not in your own backyard, but what's happening overseas and how you can pray for these missionaries, how you can pray for the persecuted church and have a better awareness of what's happening. All right, cool. So if you'd like to get a copy of this curriculum, I am N from the Voice of the Martyrs. Call in the studio line now, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Talk about deepening your faith, understanding the struggle that many people go through around the world in knowing that if they proclaim Christ, they could die. 877-943-9673. Very sobering, but also very powerful. Call in right now. Get a copy of the curriculum, IMN. 877-943-9673. It's, it's like, hey, I got a whole bunch of razor blades. Call in right now. I'll give you a copy of those. No. I mean, I mean that's a tough one. So let's talk about something fun. I read the article about the board games. I haven't even put the page down, but I was reading it again today. The board games and how our country is moving back towards, it's on page 84 of MTL Magazine's latest magazine that came out in May. It's all fun and games, connecting faith and family through board games. A lot of families today are not spending enough time together. We don't have a chance to pass on things. Like you said, you wanted to pass on your authentic faith, but the utilization of board games is something that this article is written about. It is. Um, just a little bit of background. Catherine and Patrick uh, Lysot are in the military. They're active military people. In fact, I think they're stationed in uh, South Korea at the moment, and wow. they are strong followers of Christ who uh, came up with this idea for this board game. So they are over there right now serving our country as well as trying to launch this 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 company. And it's a great board game. We had uh, a lot of success over Christmas. A lot of uh, families uh, played it. And it's not like Monopoly. At our house, when the Monopoly game comes out, you know that someone's either going to get grounded or or <laughs> someone is going to get hurt. You know, in my family, the, the boys all get together, and as we open the Monopoly game, they'll look at each other and say, so we have an alliance against Dad? I mean, that's the first thing they say. Right off the bat, (laughs) primarily because they know that I'm so skilled in Monopoly that they have to form an alliance to to even have a chance. Mm -hmm. But so what this article is about is really the the opportunity that a board game like um, a commission is uh, 
is designed to do is to engage faith conversations. And um, the opening line of the article says, uh, Christian headlines tell us that approximately 80% of high school youth group teens drop out or they take a break from church in their 20s. Why? Because they don't necessarily disagree with church theology. Instead, Instead, they simply don't view church as important enough to spend time on. And what they're... Um, what their goal is, what their hope is, is that they would be able to, this game would be able to provide an environment in which you would have those conversations of faith. And and it's not just for entertainment, but for engaging faith conversations. And they compare it to C.S. Lewis. You know, C.S. Lewis was did something very different by starting writing stories, um, even, you know, fictionalized stories to help provide this message of faith in a different format and that's what these guys are doing is trying to say how can we use a a board game to bring the family together cell phones go down tvs are off no electronics you sit and you discuss and uh you engage with one another and it's all based in a faith environment there was an article in the magazine the latest magazine from mtlmagazine.com you wrote an article about worship and the differences in so many churches what role does worship music play in your walk with the lord well why why write that article because it's obvious that churches have different music i wrote that article uh we have had this is our fifth issue print issue of mtl magazine and we've always had an author on the cover and this particular issue our may june and july issue of more to life um, features more music artists than we've ever had and so i wanted to um, talk about music and the different styles of music a little bit better natalie grant uh, grammy award-winning uh, artist is on the cover and she talks about motherhood it's a great article we have an in-depth um, interview that i was able to to talk to stephen curtis chapman about where he um, is currently in his walk you just named dropped just like that and I have an incredible picture of myself and old man Stephen next to me in this picture. Um, but uh, that's where the article you're mentioning is. Um, that is uh, that's really the reason why um, we did it. Scotty McCree, if you remember uh, from. Uh, American Idol. He was the American Idol winner probably three or four years ago. There's a big article about him and his faith. So a lot of of music is featured in this. And I wanted just to to highlight that. I get, you know, I'm a worship leader in our church, and um, I get asked a lot about what the difference is between traditional and contemporary, and what is worship music, and what is praise music, and what is traditional, all of that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to, to, to do a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek article, but at the end of the day, to say we were created to worship Him. We were created to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And something in the article that Stephen writes about, he says, how do we get from our brain to our heart? He says, the mouth is halfway in between. And it's for me, it's it's that's how we declare our core beliefs, and, and he sings about mm. it. And that's that's what Worship and Believe is about, his new project, is it's the beliefs um, and uh, he formats those throughout the songs, and it's a beautiful, um, a beautiful article. For those uh, who may not know, Stephen Curtis Chapman has recorded over 20 albums. He's been around for a long time. He was the first one to bring a mullet into the Christian music industry. <laughs> what a rebel. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, we were all disappointed, us mullet lovers, when he finally got it chopped off. But um, he, he's had some 
some tragedy that has struck in his home. He, he lost a daughter. And in this article, um, in a very tragic way through a car accident, he um, discusses how he was at a point where he just did not have the ability to sing any longer. Mm. And it wasn't until he was able to sing a worship song, um, Blessed Be the Name of the Lord, Who Gives and Takes Away. Mm. Um, that was his first um, his first opportunity, his first time that he was able to sing again. And that particular song, Blessed Be Your Name, uh, was written by Matt Redman. And Matt actually writes on this new CD of his. Neat. And at Maria's funeral, um, the only one that sang was Matt Redman, and he came and he sang that song. Mm. And uh, so the first thing after Maria died and he went back on the road, he had to start with a worship set just to be able to get get things going. And mm-hmm. that was this opening song that he sang. Mm. And um, and just the power in that and the hope in that. And, you know, the, the, the place that that puts us in and the perspective, the right perspective to be in when we worship him, when our eyes are focused on him, when the things of this world grow strangely dim, when we're mm. looking at him alone, um, there's there's beauty in that and there's power in that. So that's that's a a great reason to read the article from Stephen Curtis Chapman. There's so much more in that. Um, it's a great reason to pick up Worship and Believe at your local Christian store too, because that's a, it's a great CD and it's a great worship CD. It's one of his very first worship CDs. We're talking today with Kirk Blank from MTLMagazine.com, and, and really we're digging deep. This is a magazine that's got so much stuff in it. We could have five shows and still not cover everything that's in the magazine. Released five times a year from mtlmagazine.com. So go out there and get signed up. Get a copy of this. This is a magazine. I know it says aimed towards women. I'm telling you, this like this article we just talked about from Steve, Stephen Curtis Chapman, if you know his story, it's an incredible story. And and what a bunch of great songs. I mean, I still sing in my head, Burn the Ships. You know, I mean, I just that was a, one of his greatest ones because he sung it, the Burn the Ships. It was... Uh, what didn't we? Come on, why are you guys both looking at me like that? Must be really old. Must have been back <laughs> in his mullet days. It I, must I have, don't know. He, he talked about. I mean, I, but now I look stupid. No, but it's no, nobody. Nobody. No, that's right. Because we're on radio. Nobody could tell. By the stupid way, your I mullet feel. looks great. My today. mullet. <laughs> and everybody knows what I look like, and I don't have a mullet. All right, we do have the. Uh, nobody apparently wants to study the voice of the martyrs and the life of the martyr, but we'd love to give that away if you want that curriculum set. It comes with a couple of free T-shirts. Eight seven seven nine four three ninety six seventy three. Finally, we're going to give away a copy. Martha, highlight this from page 89 of the magazine. You've got another book we're going to give away here before we get to the end of the show. All and right. thanks to Joanne for listening from Palm Harbor. You've won the board game. We'll get that out to you sometime. Well, it's going to have to put it on the back of a donkey because it weighs so much, but we'll get it out to you. <laughs> She's in Palm Harbor. Awesome. So um, there is a book called Understanding the Man You Love by Rick Johnson, and that is another one that we have available to give away. And this, there's just a section on... Um, relationships and books by other authors as well that have to do with marriage. And so this is um, one I had, I don't have any more, you know, information about it, but it's a great book, Understanding the Man That You Love. I just wanted to also just give a testimonial about the magazine. Well, first, let me give away give that the book. the phone number? All right. Okay. 877-943-9673. Get a copy of Understanding the Man You Love by Rick Johnson. Hey, it's coming up on Father's Day. How about Understanding the Man You Love? Better by Father's Day. 877-943-9673. Read it quick. 877-943-9673. If you've got a man you love, you ought to understand him. We're not that complicated, people. (laughs) 
<laughs> Seriously, we're not near as bad as Understanding a Woman. This book must be only five pages long. Understanding the Man You Love by Rick Johnson. 877 You're awful. Isn't it true, Kirk? I mean, seriously. It is true. It is okay, true. Okay, I'm going to save you right here. Okay, go ahead. So... If anybody was listening last week, they know that my sisters came in and surprised me on Friday for my birthday. So I had the pleasure on Saturday of getting to just relax with them and go to the beach. So I grabbed a bunch of magazines just in case we weren't talking like I really thought that was going to happen. But I grabbed some magazines that I'm behind on and reading and I had MTL with those because I wanted to, you know, do a little bit of reading. So I was familiar with the articles and it's just awesome. I always have it on my nightstand. And my sister kept looking at it and she's like, can I look at that? And finally I was like, you can have it. And so, but she, out of all the stack and everything, this is the one that was intriguing to her and, and really appealed to her. So I just, nice little plug. Hmm. Well, I, I, mean, I appreciate it's, that. Well, it is, it is a great magazine. And there's, I mean, the articles are just, every article has something you can glean from and then resources that you can go out to mtlmagazine.com and look up the resource and and it's just it's a place you got to go mtlmagazine.com all right when we come back i want to hit up on the article as we close out the show like father like son men trying to understand what it really means to be a father because boy there are a lot of men out there in a culture today that didn't grow up with a father that was a great example for him and so that's an article that was i i loved it i thought it was great kirk as we're going to the break we got 10 seconds how do people get signed up for mtlmagazine.com you can just go to mtlmagazine.com and you'll see the subscribe now it's 14.95 it's a discounted rate um the magazines are normally 4.95 so you can see that's an incredible savings so it's 14.95 for five issues that's a full year you can sign up right there and it will be delivered to your home well kirk i want to end the show talking about the article um, page 80 of the latest mtlmagazine.com mm. like father like son written by jim daly yeah you know anytime that that mother's day comes around or father's day comes around it always has mixed feelings you know there's people that um, want to be a mother or want to be a father and and maybe god hasn't given them children yet or maybe they've lost a child and on the flip side of that you may have grown up with um, the absence of a mother or an absence of the father or um, or in an, an abusive situation. And so Jim, Jim is actually um, associated with Focus on the Family, and uh, he has a new book that is out, and that book is called The Good Dad, and that's a relatively new release, and I would encourage um, anyone that um, wants to learn about how to heal from past relationships with uh, maybe not so good of a dad uh, to get that book. But um, this is an article that, that talks about his experience, and, and he grew up with a father who um, was not there most of the time, and when he was there, he was uh, generally uh, intoxicated. And he, he talks about how um, not only did he um, see his father kind of pull back from him, but because of the abuse that he had, he made a decision to pull back from his father. And so that relationship just wasn't there. And um, so how then does a man become a good father when you don't have that example in your life? And obviously we have a good, good father and um, we see the example of God throughout scripture. And this is a book um, that talks about even if you had a bad relationship, even if you didn't have a father, um, even if you've made mistakes up until this point, there's still hope, there's still time to turn it around, there's still an opportunity to be the kind of father that God has called you to be. Yeah, you can start 
tomorrow. Actually, you can start tonight, right after work, being the father that God called you to be. Mm-hmm. I have seen it many, many times. The Christ does incredible things in our lives when we're willing to just give our lives to him. And I've seen fathers turn it around and reinvigorate relationships, relationships with their kids that were long since broken. Kirk Blank with mtlmagazine.com. Thanks so much for your support on I Work For Him, and thanks so much for being here today. It's a great pleasure. It's always good to be here. Um, I encourage people to to visit. If you don't have the magazine itself, you can go to mtlmagazine.com and look at many articles that are there. Movie reviews. If you want to know what's appropriate for your family, you can look at the movie reviews. There's coupons on there, ladies. There's all kind of stuff for you on uh, mtlmagazine.com. Thank you, sir. As we come to the end of another I Work For Him radio program, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks so much to Jose Cruz for all the phone call answering that he got today. I'm sure he's wishing that his day is coming to an end sooner than not because his fingers are all worn off from answering the calls. As we come to the end, I just want you to go out to iWorkForHim.com as you come to the end of a week and make that commitment to join the I Work For Him nation. It's not something you'll ever regret because by committing to pray for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day, you're going to see the Lord transform your heart, your mind, your soul, and your attitude towards the people that you work alongside. We need to remember that the enemy takes the battle for the souls of our coworkers and employees very, very seriously. We need to do that as well. And it's all going to start with the power of prayer in your workplace. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio roundtable with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately we figured out a whole lot long time ago, I I Work work For him. Him.